I'm Jesse, And I'm Stephanie. We are two Arizona realtors who have built multi-million dollar businesses using only social media. And now we're bringing you our best kept secrets and social strategies to grow your small business online. So grab your coffee and a notebook and let's dive into Socially Modern. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Socially Modern. We are going to be talking about Instagram today Yay. again. Again. Well, <laughs> it's that's our, what our podcast is about. It's our bread and butter. <laughs> if you if you don't love Instagram, like, what are you doing here? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And we, we had some questions come in for the podcast and... Um, it kind of turned into this other idea, which was things to stop doing on Instagram right now. Yes. Honestly. To stop doing. Just, just stop. Just take a second. Let's talk these through. And I'm sure that as you're listening to this episode, you guys are going to sit back and you're like, yep, yep. I dislike that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I could do this better. And so it's not meant to be uh, rude. <laughs> Some of it may come, come to be more informative for you too, on maybe something that you can improve on in your own Instagram. It's kind of a gut check episode. Is that your word today? It must be. Gut check. Yeah. <laughs> it's a reality. I don't know. A reality check, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. I don't know. Definitely. Okay. Well, cool. I just, am so excited to dive into this. Yeah. So we're just going to kind of kick it off with the first thing that you should really stop doing. And I know that this is like something everybody in the Instagram, social media world feels the pain on this. Okay. Mm -hmm. But first and foremost, stop sending cold sales messages. Yes. For the love of God. It's not cool to get a message from somebody who most of the time probably doesn't even follow my page. They don't know anything about me. Or they just followed you like 20 minutes ago. And now they're like, oh my gosh, I love you so much. And you're just such a good baller, hustler, whatever word they like to use. And they're like, I could totally see you being so successful in this. Let me know if you want to do like a side hustle, get a little extra money in your pocket. And it drives me crazy because they don't know anything about me. Like, why are you messaging me? You don't even know me. You don't even know that I run multiple businesses right now. What makes you think I have time to sell (laughs) hair products too? (laughs) Right. It's so infuriating, but I get why you do it. I totally support MLMs, any sales people in general. I do. But like, we got to do it the right way, guys. Yeah, exactly. I think there's definitely a right and a wrong way. And cold messages don't work. Just like cold calling doesn't work just like door knocking very rarely works like the percentage of like actually making it happen is is really low the threshold is you're like you got to do so many calls before you get that yes and and you'll be drilled into your head like call 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 and it's probably happening across the board with these cold uh, messages somebody is telling them go and do this message, 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 anybody Mm -hmm. online in the online space that's like doing a decent job on here. The more people you message, the more likely you are to have someone actually say yes. Say yes and and buy that shampoo or that makeup or whatever. But here's the thing. There's my catchphrase. Here's the thing. (laughs) Listen, we're in real estate. I'm not sitting around messaging people being like, hey, are you ready to buy a house? Do you want to buy a house this year? Hey, do you own your house? Do you want to sell your house this year? Like, 
I don't you do look that. Like you're sick and tired of renting. Yeah. I'm a real estate agent. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't do that. That doesn't make any sense. No, in my business to do that. So a good way to go about you know, getting your work, getting the word out there and getting your business out there versus doing these cold messages. Um, I would suggest, you know, follow other people, of course, but actually truly follow them and like their posts, see what they're about, see what they're into. Maybe they'll follow you back. Respond Um, to their stories, like react to their stories and DM them and stuff. Engage with them and on your own page, that's where you do your your value-based content. Like Jesse mm-hmm. and I are huge advocates of this. Like first and foremost, what's your experience with that product or being in this industry and what kind of value can you provide to whatever person or, you know, what are you trying to sell first and foremost, but mm-hmm. what kind of value can you give them? Mm-hmm. If you're selling shampoo, then you should be sharing about your own experience using that shampoo and showing off whatever, your hair. I know that there's a popular brand out there that does this and Mm -hmm. it's supposed to make your hair grow and all these things like show me your experience messaging me in in the dms and i don't even know you is not going to get you a sale right very rarely at least very rare it's just there's a a, people need to be warmed up these days in general it's really (laughs) uh, yeah i mean it's it's just tough and i mean we have this beautiful amazing tool called instagram where we get to show up and be top of mind with our people every day and we have to do it the right way. Exactly. So I think that we can all agree quitting with the cold messages would be ideal. And and it's one thing too. I get a lot of messages from like people that are not in the real, they're not real estate agents or lenders or something, but maybe they're like a home inspector or maybe they're in real estate photography or whatever. And they reach out to me and they're like, Hey Jesse, I see you're in real estate you know, this is what I offer. I'd love to, you know, most times maybe they're going to throw like throw, maybe they'll do like a complimentary, like listing photo appointment or something like they throw stuff out there that's valuable, you know, and that's, that's a different thing than I think cold messaging, cold messaging based on selling like that. And I think that comes down to knowing who your ideal clients are. So for a real estate photographer, who's their ideal clients? Real estate agents, right? So I'm more likely to be open to a message that in my inbox of someone being like, hey, I'm a real estate photographer in the East Valley. I'd love to, you know, do a, a complimentary session for you on your next listing, blah, blah, blah. Then someone who's coming into my DMs saying, hey, do you want to sell this and this product? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Nope. I totally agree. Let's move on to the next topic. (laughs) Okay. Next thing to stop doing, you guys, is playing the follow unfollow game. Just stop. (laughs) We've, it's one of those things, like, I'm surprised that people do this and they, they think that it works. I don't know if that's the mentality behind it because obviously we can all see who's following me and who's unfollowing me. And well, not who's unfollowing me, but it's pretty obvious when you continually get the same person following you week after week, like they were just following you last week and now all of a yeah. sudden they're following you again. So I don't understand the follow unfollow method. I know that there's a lot of people out there that do it. It is a very tiresome game. If you ask me like that looks 
very <laughs> I mean for uh, for those who don't daunting. know like the follow unfollow thing so there are people out there that will go and follow a bunch of accounts with the intention and hope that those accounts will then follow them back and then they will go and unfollow those accounts so they're basically like reaching out trying to get people to follow them but they don't want their own follower count to increase. And so then they go back and unfollow those accounts. Well, and the thought process behind that, like, oh, go and unfollow them is so that they can keep up the engagement rating of their own page. Like you can go on line and Google and put in your information or put in your page information and you can find out what your engagement percentage is of your page. Yeah. So of course, like keeping your following or your personal following count down just numbers wise is the thought process behind that, that it would help increase your engagement percentage. But I, who knows if it actually works guys getting a following on Instagram is a long-term game. It's Mm -hmm. not just like owning and operating any business. Right. So everybody thinks there's like this overnight success, but you didn't see the years and years of struggle and time and effort put in to make that overnight success happen you can't see my air quotes right now there's that one quote where it's like yeah it took me 10 years to have overnight success exactly (laughs) and so the follow on follow game is just it's tedious it's daunting it's really you know low it's just not effective yeah just start start plugging away and focus on your own page and building your brand and you will authentically build a following yeah organically the people that are on your page will love you because they they showed up they came to your page for a reason they love following you for whatever reason you know Mm -hmm. um don't do the follow and follow game yeah keep it moving and that's that kind of goes into our our next uh don't on instagram which is don't use bots to grow your following either Mm -hmm. so or like those big major giveaway chains where it's like you pay into it. I don't, I I did one like last year or year before or something maybe. And it it was nice. Yeah, sure. I gained like 600 followers in the matter of a few days from this major giveaway. But when I look back on it, those were not the types of people that I wanted in my following anyway. They weren't going to be potential clients. Like I, I think being strategic, I'm not saying all giveaways are bad. What no. I'm saying is big, unplanned, unstrategic giveaways that don't target your ideal client is not worth your time or your money. Right. For example, I'm clearly in real estate, so uh, I am licensed in the state of Arizona and I like to work in a very specific area. And so whenever I've done an, an Instagram giveaway, I partner with a lot of very local to my area small businesses and we do a giveaway together why Mm -hmm. because their followings and my followings should all for the most part be very dense in this area Mm -hmm. which are my ideal clients right they're people that I can actually serve Mm -hmm. Uh, and so really consider that when you're doing a giveaway and who you're trying to attract it's not just about growing in numbers and that's where Jesse and I will say this all day long your number count of following does not represent how successful you can be I had a thousand followers and I was making six figures using my Instagram platform to get business it wasn't about the number of following it was how dense and how great my following was here locally yeah they were my people it's always better to have 
a hundred raving fans than 10,000 people who don't give a shit about who you are. Exactly. Exactly. So don't use bots to grow your following. You'll also risk, you know, the, you'll risk your page in doing that. I've known people who've done it and they, um, completely like have lost their whole page. They got like shadow banned or Instagram like took yes. them off or like restricted their account. And, and it's like page got stolen completely. Yeah. And I mean, if this is how you make money for your family, like you don't want to risk that. Don't risk your page. Um, be authentic and just, it's a slow game, guys. It's, you're growing a business. Mm -hmm. Give it the time and patience that it deserves. Yes. All right. Mic drop. <laughs> um, <laughs> next one, guys, stop posting unbranded and or like stock graphics. Like here's. Now, I feel like I need to clarify this. Yes. So you'll see both on mine and Stephanie's pages, we have like graphics that we've made ourselves using Canva, which is an incredible tool if you're not using it already. Um, but what I'm saying here is going on to your, like for an example, if you're in real estate, um, there are a lot of title partners or lender partners that have these big stock libraries of images about certain different things about real estate, down payments, interest rates, you know, whatever. Like they just have all of these graphics, right? And, and what we're saying is don't just go and pick those and throw them on your feed because it's unbranded to you. Like, how do you think people are going to get familiar with your content if you're posting someone else's stock content. graphics? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, like, it does take extra effort. I'm not going to lie to you. When I go and I create my graphics that I'm sharing on my Instagram right now, it takes time. I have to go find that information. But it's just like anything else when you're using social media. You have to batch it. You have to do it all at one time in order to have prepared content. Exactly. And if you're not cold calling or door knocking or mailers or whatever, if you're not doing that, use the time that you would be doing that and do this instead. It's all marketing. It's just different activities. To get you to your dreams and your goals for sure. Uh, and a lot of times, you know, you're able to go and pay for some subscription and get, you know, stock content, mm -hmm. which in some cases can be done well. I will say it's not like a hundred percent across the board. It's awful to do, but I can go on to different pages and I can see the same exact content on multiple realtors pages, the same graphic. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's original. What sets you apart though? Like what's, what is you? What's your brand? <laughs> like it, it all goes back to your own personal brand. Like someone's going to come to my Instagram and they're going to see black and white and green. It's Jesse. That's <laughs> like, all that's Jessie. my vibe. And they'll go to yours and they'll see the, the pastel-y tans and oranges and, and pinks and things and like that. Right. Like I'm a little more desert. You and I, you and I could have the exact same information on a graphic, but in a different brand, Way. different font, different colors, different everything. And it's going to resonate with our audiences. Exactly. They're going to know. It's going to be familiar. They're going to look at it and be like, oh, yeah, that's Stephanie. Or like, oh, yeah, that's Jesse. Like, I don't know how many people. This is kind of going on to a tangent in branding. But 
I get people all the time that will text me or DM me like pictures of things that are black or send me like posts of stuff that's black and they send it to me and they're like, this reminded me of you. And I'm like, yes, that's how I know my branding is on point. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Nope. I've had the same things happen. And, uh, you know, I've always said this in my Instagram one-on-one class that I teach for realtors, but Uh, When you're scrolling through Instagram or when you're sitting next to somebody scrolling through Instagram, really pay attention to how quickly people scroll Instagram. Yeah. It is going, they they scroll so fast and the likeliness of them like pressing pause on a picture, right? So your pictures need to be captivating. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I've always said they, they need to be able to scroll past your picture and know without reading your name at the top that it was your picture. Mm -hmm. That's how you know you have good branding. Yeah. So I agree. I can scroll through Instagram and I know when it's Jesse's stuff. Mm-hmm. I always do. Ditto. I can tell when it's yours. Yay. Or, you know, like <laughs> there are just not even like people in real estate, but there are other people that I follow that could be in completely different industries. Maybe they're like a an influencer or a blogger. Or maybe they're a friend of mine that does something, you know, has their own business or whatever, but I can always like pick it out. Yeah. And that's what you need. That's... That is what we're saying. So don't just go and grab some, you know, stock graphic offline or maybe you're on Pinterest and you copy, like you screenshot that that meme and you're like reposting it onto your page. Um, you know, don't do that. And that kind of goes into our next, one of our <laughs> next don'ts, which is like, don't just post for the sake of freaking posting. Yeah. I can't stand it when I just see the same person posting over and over the same things like, and it's not valuable at all. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes some people don't really have like, maybe that's their brand. Maybe that's, that's how they show up every day. But those of us that are in this industry or a small business trying to attract clients on social media, you can't just post for the, for the sake of posting for hell, you know, what you have to post with the intention of who am I reaching with this post what am I trying to do with this post? And if you're trying to do the, well, I just, I want to make sure that I'm getting engagement. Okay, that's cool. That can't be every day, right? Like you need to provide value majority of the time. But if you are maybe doing a fun post, maybe it's around the holidays, I've done this. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll share like a tradition that my family has around the Christmas time or something. And then I'll say, you know, what's a tradition that you have in your family? And it does help with engagement because right now I'm going to have people who are answering this question in comments. Cool. But you don't want to do that every single day. And so we're saying, don't just like post and say like, Hey, it's Tuesday. What are you doing today? Hey, it's Wednesday. What plans do you have today? Or, Oh my gosh, it's Friday. What are you guys doing this weekend? Like, yeah, over and over again. Listen, every every now and then, like I will absolutely post kind of a filler. I feel like a filler, yeah. you know, of like me and my husband and like some, you know, sappy something or the other day I posted a photo a photo of my Tesla after I had washed it and it was just like I just felt like this needed a spot on my feed, you know. And yeah, that post wasn't really valuable. It still got a lot of engagement cuz people love my Tesla, we know which is about awesome. You and your Tesla. But also that is propelling forward my personal brand, right? People know that I drive a Tesla now. People know that story of how I manifested my Tesla and worked my ass off for it. Exactly. And people love and support that. 
And exactly. so there's a story behind it. It's yeah. not just a post to post for no, no rhyme or reason that doesn't, isn't on par with what your brand is and who you are. Yeah. So if you're not sharing valuable content, you should be sharing something about yourself or that means something to you. Yeah. Done. <laughs> no, we have more for you. Yeah. No, I mean, I just, yeah, I, I, and don't feel like you need to post every day guys. Cause I, I do get that question a lot. It's like, how often do I need to post? And it's like, however often you want to, honestly, like right. I don't go back and forth between posting more or less or whatever. And like everyone has their own strategy on how they do it. And it's really just finding what works for you and rolling with it. But don't just like, if I, you know, didn't prep my content for the week and I'm sitting here on a, on a day where I'm usually posting and I don't have anything prepared, I'm like, all right, do I pull something out of my ass or do I just wait? Right. If you're uninspired and you don't have something to post, don't, don't feel like, oh, I need to throw up a, a filler post here on my, on my page just because I have to post every single day. That's what we're saying not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, make sure that you've got some value in there and that you're really, really coming up with something great. But at the same time, it's so easy. And this is goes for me too, because I don't always post on my overall page, mm-hmm. my grid, um, I actually post there probably the most least out of all areas that I post with Instagram. Mm-hmm. Stories are always my number one. Uh, and so I may not post on my page, but I show up on stories. So don't just say, oh, well, my strategy is not showing up. Yeah, <laughs> We're not saying that. Yeah. I mean, you do need to try and be consistent, especially if you're newer in your industry and you're really trying to reach some goals as far as like growth goes. Like I've been really pushing to hit this 10 K right now. And, uh, so I just know like reels are doing so well right now. So I've spent a lot more time and effort, like promoting and pushing forward on my reels and making sure that I'm commenting back on my reels so that it helps keep that engagement rolling and, um, being seen in people's feeds. Yeah. So anyways, that's my I went a little off tangent, <laughs> off on my own over here. But um, I mean, speaking speaking of posting, um, one thing we need to stop doing is copying people word for word. If you're struggling with what to post, is it okay to take inspiration from other people? Yes. Is it okay to copy people on the social space word for word? Absolutely not. Okay. No. Don't do it. You're plagiarizing. Yeah. Stop doing this. You can come to any of our pages and feel inspired or, you know, you're like, oh, that was a cool post. You know, I uh, made a reel recently and I did really enjoy a certain reel from a real estate agent in another area. And the sound that she used and the overall video that I did was completely different, but I, I did take some inspo from her. And I tagged her in the bottom of it because she deserved that credit. Right. The thing about it, it's not just plagiarizing, right? So you're copying someone else's work. The other thing about it is that person wrote that message for their audience. So if you're taking and copying and pasting something from their page to your page, your following is not their following. Your voice is not their voice. And your followers are going to get really confused because you might talk a certain way on stories and then write these captions 
that aren't actually yours. And then there's a conflict there. They're like, wait, you talk this way in stories, but you don't write this way. Right. It doesn't sound like you. I mean, they should be able to hear you on stories and hear your voice and how you say things and then read a post of yours. And you know how you do, like you can hear that person speaking, but yeah. when you're reading their words, yep. that's what we want to achieve mm-hmm. with our captions. So there we go again. Like that's just a whole nother aspect of your branding and people knowing you and your page so well, they don't even have to see your name at the top of that picture, whatever they can just read it or they see that picture and they're like, Oh, this was Jesse. Yeah. You know? So definitely, you know, really think about that when you guys are out there getting inspired and it can kind of almost um, hinder you a little bit too. If you're feeling like there's somebody out there in that space that kind of keeps throwing off your, your jam because you're like, oh, shoot, why didn't I think of that? Or maybe you are you love their posts, but you also find yourself almost mimicking too much. Put your blinders on. It's okay to mute that person for a little while. You can do that. You don't have to unfollow people, but you can go press, go over to their page and press the mute button. That way you have your blinders up and you're focused solely on your content and what drives your page. Yeah. And, um, I like to, there's that saying, right? Like, oh, create before you consume create before you consume. Thank you. I don't know why create was not in my head, but, um, create before you consume so that that way, when you're, when you're posting your posts are authentically you and you're, you're not like taking things, bits and pieces from other people. Yeah. So big, 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 big. And then last but not least, we're going to move on to our, our final don't of Instagram. <laughs> it's a huge pet peeve of mine and Jesse's. Uh, don't post on stories without some type of caption. Yes. We need captions, guys. Most of the time, people are scrolling through stories on silent, right? They're at work. They're... In the bathroom. In the bathroom. (laughs) They're writing in, you know, carpool or whatever it is. Whatever it is. They're probably sitting somewhere where they're probably not even allowed to be on their phone. Maybe it's at work. Um, Like we were saying, so... Make sure that you're putting some type of caption because otherwise they're just going to scroll right through your your post. And they're going to miss your message. Like, I just think it's so important and I try to take the time so much. Like, the only times that I don't ever really caption is when I'm driving in the car. I know, and it I drives mean, me crazy because I usually can't l- watch your stories. I know. Well, uh, I've gotten to the point. So, obviously, I have my Tesla. I have this beautiful thing called autopilot and I can put it on autopilot. And of course I'm still attentive to the road. Don't come at me. I will roast you. Um, (laughs) but I'm able to really kind of, you know, take my, some of my attention off the the road and, you know, write a caption really quick. Um, but but for the rest of us peasants, (laughs) Uh, save your stories. This is what I do if I'm not in a good spot or like I want to be in the moment, right? Everybody's like, it takes so long to write captions. And maybe I just did like a video of my kids at the birthday party or whatever. I'll just do the video and I save it. And then I post later. And people are none the wiser. Like I would never, ever guess, like, unless I was with you that day, And like, say you recorded stories this morning and then you posted them after we wrap up this episode. Of course, I know that like you were there earlier today, but no one else is the wiser. And it's not like you're fooling people or lying to them or anything, but you're just, I mean, posting at a a more convenient time. Later, Graham. 
<laughs> yeah. Remember that? That hashtag? That was like such a big thing. I know. Latergram. Latergram. But honestly, it's just, it makes it so that you can be in the moment or you have that time to really think about writing out your captions. So I did that. I did that yesterday. Mm-hmm. I Jesse saw me doing it. I had a story that I had taken in the morning and I hadn't posted it yet because I needed the time to write my captions and I was driving. Mm-hmm. So anyways, did it later in the afternoon, still got my content out that I wanted to post about mm-hmm. and it was a win-win overall. Yeah. I just, you really, if you're taking the time and the effort and the energy to show up on stories consistently, you don't want people to miss your message. Mm-hmm. Like that's the whole point of showing up on stories is to get a message across, right? Don't sell yourself short. So don't don't make that time end up being like, what am I trying to say? Yeah, you much don't worthless. Yeah, because it I worthless. do it and pay attention when you're sitting on stories to your own self. I bet you you do it subconsciously. Somebody's story pops up and they don't put any captions on it and you swipe. Yeah, or you tap through them all. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've done that. I See? I do that all the time I do with too. people and I'm just like Oh man, like I wish you had like some type of caption. Captions, because I like your, I like you, and I like your stories. Doesn't mean I don't like you, but I just, I'm not in a spot that I can listen to it. Majority of the time, that's the truth for people. And and also for me too. Sometimes it's not necessarily that like I can't have my sound on, but it's also that I am like, I try very hard not to let myself get lost in the scroll of Instagram. And so for me, it's maybe I don't want to spend five minutes listening to your entire story. I love you and I respect you and I support you and I'm here for you. But I don't have five minutes to sit here and listen to your story because I'm on the go or whatever. Right. I'm a busy person. So I read really quickly. So for me, if you have captions at the bottom, I can just scroll through really quickly and read your story and get the gist of what you're saying. Mm and you know whatever else exactly so we hope that this helped you kind of maybe highlight some areas that you can improve on instagram uh you know and get better because overall we want to see you guys succeed and and be your best online yes exactly hope you guys have a great rest of your day and we will see you next week bye